This is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes, and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now, before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now, remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. It feels like today's guest needs no real introduction because he truly is one of the original social media legends on LinkedIn. However, um, if you're not already following, then you should definitely click on Tony Restall, who is the founder and director of socialhire.com, which is a social media marketing agency um, provider. They support mainly recruitment businesses, but also professional services companies such as management consultants around the globe. And this was a really enjoyable interview with some absolute golden nuggets stay tuned right till the end because I promise you in those final few minutes he gives an absolutely brilliant tip to but those who are running their own businesses and those who are in charge of ensuring that they get the most out of their followers on LinkedIn it's one not to be missed we cover off how recruiters can maximize their social media impact particularly through LinkedIn but also other channels too what he thinks people do particularly well in his professional experience and what potentially people should avoid doing too. We also discuss the evergreen topic of whether or not we should be investing our time on company or personal brand on LinkedIn, particularly one there for leaders. So without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I'm thinking this is possibly one guest that you might not need an introduction to because he is possibly the longest serving person that I've ever followed on LinkedIn. It's as simple as that and there isn't anything that he doesn't know about social media marketing. So this is Tony Restall and he is social media legend and founder and director of socialhire.com. Welcome to you today Tony, how are you? I'm very well indeed, thanks Leisha. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. I'm looking forward to it very much indeed. So for those who are possibly living on a rock or under a rock somewhere on a different planet, tell us a little bit about who you are and what your business does. Happy to. And I guess I'm going to show my age to start with. So I actually built a job board business uh, originally back in 2000. So I've been working with recruitment businesses since then. Uh, And those were the days when recruitment business owners I'd go and see and and try and get them interested in the job board were all sort of afraid of our job board's going to kill our businesses and you know obviously we would laugh about that today but um back in those days that really was the concern that people had so um anyway that that's my background I spent um 12 years uh growing and selling that business to job site and the daily mail um and then I stayed on with that business for a number of years afterwards um, through all their acquisitions of various other um, online recruitment tools, as I'm sure you know. Um, and then, yeah, set up Social Hire in 2012. And in short, we're a social media marketing agency. We work with professional services firms. Um, predominantly, that means recruitment businesses and uh, management consultancies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we help them get results from social media. We help them figure out what the right social media strategy is and then 
actually help them implement that. So day to day, it's our team that are doing uh, you know, most of the activities on social media for them. No, well, that's a wonderful explanation. And, and I'm obviously probably as old as you then, because I do I actually do remember that. I started in the 90s and I can remember when job boards, you know, we used to just get the jobs out of the local paper and you'd ring them up and say, have you got any agencies working with this on, on this role? Uh, or slightly better business development strategy than that. I'm just being a bit flippant. But yeah, everybody thought that was it. It was the end of recruitment. And then when mm. LinkedIn started to become a predominant force, everyone was like, oh, LinkedIn's going to kill recruitment. And I, I do find it quite not patronizingly patronizingly amusing but actually it just goes to show that as an industry we do adapt and we we use these mechanisms and these tools and these social media platforms to our advantage don't we as, as an industry exactly which is the way to do it so well thank you for setting the scene for us and obviously you know a lot of people will have will have listened and clicked on play because they've come to us through social media interestingly enough and probably through linkedin so just so i understand is that where you're mainly focusing your social media strategy for clients or are there any other forums that you particularly au fait with so we help clients with uh, linkedin twitter facebook google my business and sometimes Instagram, although most recruitment businesses aren't really geared up mm. for that. Okay, what about TikTok? Where are you on the TikTok? TikTok, we have uh, not branched out into. Um, we've experimented there ourselves. Um, we've tended to find it reaching a very, very young audience. Mm. Um, but more than that, I think most of our clients are quite hesitant about doing a lot of video. And so obviously mm. that... Um, it defeats the it defeats the opposite. As a parent of the sort of generation Z that are obviously living on there, I've had to become quite au fait with it. And I see the advantage for recruitment businesses or, or professional services businesses if your target audience is a younger generation without being um you know sort of flipping about that or prejudice against any other age group because there, there are people of all ages that I guess do go on there but I think generally speaking but for me it's potentially a good way for video creation content but I guess if people don't want to record videos it's it has its limits but I do think it's definitely one to watch but without a shadow of a doubt the predominant force is LinkedIn here that's where we put 95% of our efforts we do have Instagram we do have Facebook we're, we're dabbling with TikTok but I yes. think it's good so we're, basically we're both on the same page in terms of where our audience so your branding states and that everyone will be clicking on this after afterwards and I'm, I'm going to ask you whether you can actually even do one but apparently getting results from social media marketing is a bit like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube first of all can you solve a Rubik's Cube and secondly why do you think that is okay so I just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote unquote modern recruiter, personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. And they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. 
Now they teach it all to you over an eight week course in the Hoxhub Academy. I actually completed the Hoxhub Academy in the very height of COVID and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com, or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. I cannot solve a Rubik's Cube. Me neither. Um, uh, you know, and, and remember many infuriating hours <laughs> of time trying to do it. Yeah. Um, but clearly, you can learn how to do uh, to solve a Rubik's Cube. And once mm -hmm. you've learned how to do it, you can do it in an incredibly short amount of space of time. So mm. that's really why I make you know, that comparison, because for a lot of people on social media, they're putting a lot of time and effort into it. But at the end of the year, they're looking back and trying to figure out, you know, did we actually win any clients from this? Mm. Have we actually placed some candidates as a result of what we're doing? Um, and in a lot of instances, the answer is no, we haven't, um, or, or we don't know. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, it's a very close parallel that there's lots of people out there quite frustrated that you know, they're putting the time in, but they're not really getting the outcome that they would want. Um, I think that, you know, as, an, as a huge LinkedIn um, advocate myself, and obviously I'm very well known for the brand that I've built for myself on there, and that's down to the consistency, which I'm sure we'll come on to. I do get a lot of feedback from people, and I think that they think this is how I'll do it, but there's no particular strategy to it. Mm. So what, when when you've looked at accounts yourself to maybe use as testimony, whether it's, you know, presumably your own clients, what do people do well? And then maybe what do they not, maybe the ones that maybe pet hates. So let's do those. <laughs> let's do what, let, what do people do well and what do people not do so well? Well, I, I'd probably bring that back to, I've seen over the years, two different approaches to social media that can work. Mm. And basically, if you're not doing one of those two, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to learn that you're not getting results. Okay. One is that you go after, you know, becoming a hugely visible celebrity. You know, you get huge amounts of engagement on whichever platform you've chosen to, you know, build your mm -hmm. fortress on. Mm -hmm. um, and that gives you so much visibility that you do start generating inbound inquiries from that um and i think that's and i would you know class you in in that category you know, for oh, that you generate I intriguing to know how much um, interest it, it generates for you but mm. um but i think what's what's funny on social media is that everyone assumes that that's easily attainable because when you go onto linkedin what do you see mm. you're presented on the home page with the posts that are by mm. and large getting the most engagement yeah. and so you think, oh every, everyone else is getting these high yeah. levels of engagement all I need to do is mm. up my game and be like them and I'll be you know yeah. quid. um but actually the reality is you know for, for probably for every hundred people that set out trying to emulate that th there's only one or two that actually mm. put it off mm. um 
So I think that's a you know absolutely a valid route to go down if you can pull it off. And in particular, I think if you can put the time into doing that, mm. because I do think it takes a lot of your own personality and yeah. your own hours of engaging with people and building yeah. relationships to kind yeah. of make that approach work. Definitely. Um, the alternative to that is saying, actually, for this to have a positive impact on my business, I don't need the whole world to see me out there. I just need to build relationships with a relatively small number of decision makers or prime candidates, you know, in the markets that mm. I serve mm. and, and work those and nurture them till the point that they become clients or they become candidates. And you've got a lot of recruiters uh, you know, doing that in the background who aren't necessarily the most visible on the platform. No. But, you know, they are winning a lot of business off the back of it. Mm. So those are the two things that I've seen work really well. Mm. Uh, the single biggest mistake has got to be being overly salesy. Mm. Uh, too much about promoting your own business, about what you want, um, and not enough focus on starting conversations and being, you know, being helpful and valuable to others. I'd just like to say my biggest pet hate is when somebody connects to you and then you get the sales patter and it's clearly been a copy and paste and it that's an instant turn off you might be selling me the crown jewels for 10 percent off or something but i'm not interested i'm not going to read it so yeah. i totally agree with you pet hey there i think that's really interesting what you just picked up on there so first of all thank you very much uh but you know what it's like anything in life to get to that point joe wicks talks about his 10 year 10 year overnight success story mm. and you know if, if anyone doesn't know who joe wicks is you know he's the body coach and he famously was a personal trainer you know literally rag and rags to ruins you know he really worked his little socks off for 10 years and then all of a sudden people thought oh who's he he's appeared from nowhere and I think that's the truth on LinkedIn as well I think that what you see is a swan and what is what goes on behind it is a lot of a lot of work a lot of you know consistent strategy um and you know from that I mean you asked me a question whether it was you know you expected me to answer but over 50 percent of my business comes directly from LinkedIn oh. so and that's that's a significant change from even two years ago two because I've always measured where my yeah. business comes from and two years ago it was 20 percent so it's it's always been referrals and endorsements and you know clients and candidates referring and recommending which is wonderful so it's now 50 50 so that's a, that's a lot of money comes mm. from the time that i spend on linkedin but i don't spend all day on there no i don't spend all day consuming on that and i think but it's engaging and it's meaningful i think you use that word i think it's a meaningful you know conversation where you're truly engaging with with your potential well you're with your community who yes. could potentially be customers. So I think that's really interesting. And actually, I'm very pleased you picked up on that point about the sort of more discreet approach. You don't need to be sharing yourself is. You can actually use social media in a, in a very, particularly maybe for exec search recruiters who have to be a bit more covert in how they, they personally operate. So I think that's a really interesting point that you pick up there, actually. <laughs> Well, and I said we work a lot with recruitment businesses, but also a lot with management consultancies. Mm -hmm. And in that space, uh, you know, they are trying to get meetings and conversations with, you know, board level C-suite mm -hmm. decision makers at big mm -hmm. companies. Yeah. And those people, by and large, yeah. aren't posting every day on LinkedIn. So they're not no. there to be engaged with, no. you know, through, through mm -hmm. comments. Yeah, it's true. But, but they are on LinkedIn. And so if mm -hmm. you connect to them, if you, you know, if you have the right approach in terms of then 
messaging, leaving voicemails, whatever, you can get great things to happen um, yeah. without necessarily being the most visible person on the platform. Yeah, I'm, I'm at that, I don't think that point has ever been made before on um, on this particular topic because we, we've interviewed a couple of people from, you know, all walks of life across the planet and, and that's never been discussed. So I think that's a really important point and I think it will resonate with quite a lot of our exec search community that we know listen. Um, so thank you for making that point. So it's very hard to predict the future. And as we record this, as we head towards the end of 2022 no one would have foreseen even two years ago the potential power of LinkedIn I've just talked about it in my own business so where do you see you know as we look beyond where does the value come in spending our time on social media LinkedIn other platforms where where do you think we should be investing our time we briefly interrupt this chat on the recruiters recruitment podcast to introduce to you our partnership with Vincere the recruitment operating system. Vincere is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincere because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincere.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. Uh, well, one of my biggest bits of advice to everyone would be to think about how can you start conversations with your ideal clients or ideal candidates um, rather than pitching for business. Okay. So I'll give you one simple example of that. So when the pandemic started, we thought as a business, okay, this is not the time to be out there trying to sell and win business. But what can we do right now that would help other people and you know generate goodwill and, and, and so on and we set out to do a whole load of video interviews with recruitment business owners consulting partners and the like who could just share ideas that would help candidates get through this period or business owners get through this period well long story short for every five of those video interviews that i did one turned into a client now had i approached people and said you know how about we jump on a call and yeah. media could help you get through this period? Yeah. I wouldn't have got a sale the whole year. No, absolutely but, not. Not a 20% yeah. hit rate. That's incredible. Um, and you know, and then that's not an isolated example. So one of the things we do with clients is you know help them figure out, okay, if you want to talk to these kinds of people about yeah. the kinds of challenges that your business could help them with, mm. you know, what's the right way of going about doing that? Mm. it doesn't usually require rocket science to figure that out no i mean it's social media is the new form of business development we're not talking about replacing relationships with your existing client base we're not re we're not talking about replacing this mod you know wonder of modern technology but what we're talking about is that you've got you can't be disingenuous with your message you have to add mm. value don't you so whether it's sharing some insights 
you know, and actually, I'm really pleased that you talk about managing consultancies because I see a trend. Obviously, I'm, I am a rec to rec in my day job. And a lot of our clients actually are positioning themselves as management consultancies because they're doing a lot more than just recruiting. You know, it's yes. a lot around salary benchmarking. It's the HR. It's the HR piece. It's the training. Um, there's an awful lot more than just recruiting, which, you know, a lot of this will resonate with a lot of our listeners. And I think it's just offering something that has a, a real originality to it, but has a, an intrinsic value to that customer. You're not just saying, you know, we want to partner you and they'll be like, well, who are you compared to everyone else? So I think it's really good, really good advice. And that you're the proof in the pudding, you know? Yes, absolutely. Having those, um, maybe, maybe somebody should start a podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, if, if I think of management consulting firms, you know, over the years, put, put, put the pandemic to one side for a minute, mm. what they tended to focus on is getting clients along to business breakfast they're running or networking drinks they're hosting yeah. or they're writing a new white paper or thought leadership report and they look to interview mm. people from the industry that they want to win business. Mm get their input for the report but of course that gets them onto a call or into a face-to-face meeting with their ideal client so it's all i think with social media that the single biggest thing if you want to you know go from posting and and not really knowing you know what what real wins you're getting from this to it really being a consistent contributor to your your business Mm. you need to pivot and think about how do i start conversations with my ideal clients and get them to want to have a call or meet with me um, in a way that to them is beneficial and non-threatening. Yeah, um, no, definitely beneficial and non-threatening and genuine, you yes. know, just be genuine in your, in your, in, in your interaction because you will be memorable just for literally being genuine. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So there's, there's often um, a very sort of uh, popular conversation, if you like, on LinkedIn. One of the, the key things is whether or not a company brand should be focused on or whether it should be down to personal brands. So if you're a recruitment company owner, should you be focusing your investment into the individuals that work for you in their personal brands or should there be a company brand or does there need to be a disconnect? What what is what are your thoughts and then what's your advice to our leaders listening? So um, in terms of understanding the platform, if we're talking about LinkedIn specifically, individuals accounts get far more visibility than a company page posting Mm. the same thing so if you've got a recruiter that's got 10,000 connections you've got a company page that has 10,000 followers the recruiter putting out a post it's going to get seen and going to get engagement far more than the company putting out the same piece of content Mm. Um, and that's in no small part because LinkedIn wants to force companies to pay to advertise and sponsor posts to get visibility so they want company Mm. pages to you know to get lots of free visibility Um, so there's that as a backdrop Um, with that said it's very easy to create lots of company branded assets that your individual recruiters share so for those on the call that are connected with anyone from from social hire you know you will see lots of video tips on how to get better results on social media Mm that have social hires branding on it right. you'll see lots of pdf guides being shared that have social hires branding on it etc etc so although it's individuals within the team that are yeah. sharing it's mm. still very much the social hire brand that is out yes. there. yeah um, and i think obviously recruitment business owners are 
can be wary that at any moment their recruiters could leave the business. Mm -hmm. And so there's a reluctance to have the whole um, viability of the company dependent on those individual recruiters Mm -hmm. networks rather than the company's following. Um, But, you know, you have to sort of balance that against what LinkedIn actually rewards versus what it, it, it punishes. Um, so personally, I would say, by all means, post things on the company page, um, but really use your individual recruiters as the way you multiply and magnify how much things are seen. Um, and then the only other thing I would throw in there, Leisha, as a little tip is for recruitment agencies that have been buying LinkedIn job ads over the years, you probably have tens of thousands of followers on your LinkedIn page. Uh, who don't see very much in the way of posts from you at the moment. The newsletter functionality on LinkedIn has just been opened up to companies in the last few months. Yep. Uh, and it is a very powerful way of, well, we're seeing about 15 to 20% conversion rate of followers choosing to subscribe to a company newsletter. So if you've wow. got 50,000 followers, you, you know, you're going to have eight, 10,000 email subscribers overnight Gosh. Um, if you go down that route so that is um you know one of many untapped ideas that is gold because i get invited daily to dozens and dozens and i always follow i have to say unless it's something totally disconnected to what i do i, I always follow so and i do often read i do often click through and read so that's really valuable advice because you've already got the followers there Wow, I knew this would be insightful, Tony, but I didn't realize just how much. Well, I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. It's been my pleasure. I hope it's been helpful. It really has. Thank you.